good guys in 1984 it felt that way it hasn't felt that way in recent years so Obama's had really a different task uh, we we we've seen too often as the bad guys and he he has a very different job from from Reagan was all about America and you talked about it Obama is we are above that now we're not just parochial we're not just chauvinistic we're not just provincial we stand for something I mean in a way Obama's standing above the country above above the world he's sort of God he's he, he, yeah. he's gonna bring all different sides together oh well my goodness <laughs> welcome folks welcome to another hour of the dr. C Robert Jones situation report with me your host dr. C Robert Jones PhD history from the College of William and Mary. Today's date is December 31st, 2013. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. And here we are. It's the end of yet another year and we're still here. A year or so ago, Beach Bomb, one of my favorite blog talk radio guys, a guy who was like, for 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 a while when i first started blog talk radio he was like my only listener for about about a month maybe two he tuned in every single night faithfully listen to my show he's gone loki's gone a great uh blog talk radio personality i just learned that he he passed away recently um and tonight of course, on American movie classics and Turner classic movies, we'll see a whole long list of movie actors and television personalities who have passed away over the course of the last year. And uh, 
I don't want to start the show off on a sour note, but more of a, a reflective, introspective uh, a time period for us all. I know that a lot of us will be out tonight. Not, I won't be one of them, but a lot of us will be out celebrating the coming of the new year. But I wonder how many of us will, will just take a step back and reflect on the year gone by. All the things that transpired over the course of the year that brought us to this point. The Christmas season is over. Officially, as of tomorrow, or for some of you, the holiday season, we're, uh, we're pretty much done. A lot of folks have taken down their, their, their trees, their ornaments and such. And, and uh, tomorrow uh, is the day that I, I usually take down my tree. Uh, it, uh, I put it up, uh, you know, the the day before Thanksgiving or a couple of days before Thanksgiving, and of course, always on New Year's Day. Uh, it's a day of reflection and introspection for me, personally. That's how I do it. I don't go out having a great time partying. The last time I was telling a friend earlier, the last time I actually went out for a New Year's Eve party. I think I was 15 or 16 years old. We, uh, I lived in Chicago, which is where I was raised. I took the L train from the south side of Chicago, 47th Street uh, L, L train, the A train, all the way down to State Street. Right about 1130, got off the train on State and uh, stayed in Wacker and uh, stood around and in the cold with maybe a couple of hundred people, certainly nothing that uh, like what occurs at Times Square in New York City, maybe maybe two, three hundred people, awfully cold in Chicago. And, um, and uh, we did the countdown, and after that got back on the train and rode it back to uh, the 47th Street stop and got off and went on home. That was it. And so all of these years I've never, ever gone out since that time, uh, to celebrate. Not sure why, but I just, I just don't do it. But, hey, let's get on with the show. We've got some interesting things to talk about. We've got a year in. The year, is, the year is over. I see a happy new year from the Fox Nation. Share your 2014 resolutions here. I, I don't know. Do, do you guys do resolutions? I don't really do very many Re, uh, resolutions, um, but there, there, there's a lot going on, a lot, a lot going on here. So have a happy New Year, folks, and let's have a great, happy Blog Talk Radio New Year for all of my Blog Talk Radio hosts out there. New Year's Eve uh, in home in Chicago is expected to be uh, 10 inches of snow from midnight. It's going to be an interesting New Year's Eve for a lot of folks. A lot of folks. And I know a lot of my other blog talk hosts are doing like a, like a countdown thing. So we've got a lot of that to look forward to tonight because I'll be tuning in to some of the great shows here on Blog Talk Radio right after my show ends. Um, and, of course, uh, I'll end the night watching a lot of classic uh, movies and, of course, that, that uh, bittersweet uh, countdown to all the people who have left us over the course of the, over the year. But let's get on into what we want to talk about here. During the run-up, 
to the 2008. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Before we do that, we're gonna take our our short break because I gotta I gotta announce my guy um, uh, G Ski. He has been out sick. For- All right. <laughs> I'm back. You know what? I was right in the middle of putting out a promo, and the power went out. The power went out, and I looked outside, and it's pitch dark outside. I mean, it was. The power went out briefly all throughout the whole neighborhood. Wow. I thought, I thought for a moment that there was a conspiracy. That uh, <laughs> so 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 now I waited and I waited and I waited. Okay, now <clears throat> am I going to go ahead and finish the show? Am I am I going to you know if the power comes back on, should I finish the show or should I just wait until tomorrow? And then and then after a couple of minutes, then the power came back on, and so I said, okay, well you know I may as well just boot up. So now it took longer to boot everything up, you know, than it did to uh, than it did to um, to get the show, you know, to get to to, to for the for when the power went out. So it just kind of went out and it went out briefly, and then the next thing you know, everything came back on. So now um, now we're back, we're back in business. So now uh, I have a rather uh, elaborate setup here. Most blog talk radio hosts can do their show from a laptop, you know, or or just a a regular PC desktop. But um, since I got a lot of time on my hands and not much is really going on, um, you know, I got a a whole, like, radio station-style setup here in this room. So it takes a while to get everything back up and running. But here we are, back. Hopefully the power won't go out again. If it does, then we'll we'll just take that as a sign that we need to call it a night. We need to let let this go. But uh but for now we're back. We're back in business. I don't know what happens. Sometimes in this particular neighborhood that happens. I mean the li- I mean the the electricity just goes out. And when I had uh you know right now I'm using charter um uh, internet service. So I've got about 100 megs per second coming through here, and sometimes that'll crap out too, depending upon the weather. It's mostly, you know, bad weather that causes these things to happen. But here we are, back in business, all is well. So let's finish up the show, because uh, we, we 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 booked up some time right there, you know, coming back on. But here we go. Now, uh, as I was saying, during the run up to the 2008 election, all kinds of biblical imagery surrounded. Barack Obama's candidacy. Writer uh, Ezra Klein said, and I quote, he's not the word, the word made flesh, but the triumph of the word over flesh. Remember that one? And Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan called his neighbor, Barack Obama, they're both on the south side of Chicago, the Messiah. A Danish newspaper pronounced Obama Greater, no, quote, greater than Jesus. And, of course, it just keeps on coming. The First Lady uh, uh, told uh, a Nashville audience, quote, I'm going to be working so hard 
We have an amazing story to tell. The president has brought us out of the dark and into the light. So out of dark and into the light. The, the president has done that, according to the first lady. So we've got a lot of Obama worshiping going on. And when Barbara Walters said uh, recently that she thought, and she's quite disappointed to discover that President Obama is not the Messiah. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not the Messiah. Uh, or that she thought he was going to be the Messiah. So we find that that's not the truth. So, I, I you know, the call-in number is 347-884-8500 if you want to call in. It, it, it's been an interesting year. It's been an interesting year for... Uh, for for a lot of us, it's, it's been, but but now is the time, not for the big parties, not for the big celebration of the upcoming year, but to to think about what what this year, this past year, has been all about. Um, I was away for about uh, about six months toward the uh, of this time of year over in Afghanistan, doing some work over there, and I was gone from. Uh, from from uh, late November all the way until uh, up until May, so I missed Christmas uh, here in the United States. I missed um, I missed New Year's. I missed uh, a lot of things. So, but uh, but but now, but but so so we we talk about that sort of thing. But but before we get into all of that, you know, because our time is limited, uh, I, I've got a. I've got a, uh, a an audio from uh, from PJ Media News. Uh, Bill Whittle and and his group of guys are going to talk about income inequality, because Barack Obama gave a speech recently talking about income inequality and how once again that we need to share the wealth, we need to spread the wealth, we need to do the Robin Hood thing and take from the rich and give to the poor, and and, and honestly that's really what Obamacare is all about. So. Let's let them tell the story while we get some things together here, while we gather ourselves after the the the, the power outage. All right, so uh, we're going to listen to that, and then we'll come right back. You're listening to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report, and the call in number is 347-884-8500. We'll be right back. the world's most famous religious leader and a prominent hard-hearted Republican both seem to agree with President Obama that income inequality is the defining challenge of our age, as the president called it recently. I'm PJTV's Scott Ott, joined now by Bill Whittle and Stephen Green for part two of a three-part trifecta on this topic. In part one, we asked if the issue really has traction, and in our members-only part three, we'll challenge the trifecta team to come up with a counter-narrative. Well, Pope Francis says that Marxism is wrong, but his Marxist friends are good people. And yet in his recent exhortation, he calls unfettered capitalism a new tyranny and says, quote, as long as the problems of the poor are not radically resolved by rejecting the absolute autonomy of markets and financial speculation and by attacking the structural causes of inequality, no solution will be found for the world's problems or for that matter, to any problems. Listen now as our president links arms with the Pope against all ye who would defend 
the savage inequalities of capitalism. So the basic bargain at the heart of our economy has frayed. In fact, this trend towards growing inequality is not unique to America's market economy. Uh, across the developed world, inequality has increased. Some, some of you may have seen just last week, uh, the Pope himself spoke uh, about this at eloquent length. How can it be, he wrote, that it's not a news item when an elderly homeless person dies of exposure, but it is news when the stock market loses two points? But this increasing inequality is most pronounced in our country, and it challenges the very essence of who we are as a people. Now, Stephen Green, in this corner, we have the tag team of Pontifex Maximus and the coolest president ever. And in the other corner, we have Gordon Gecko, Bernie Madoff, and Mitt Romney. Are we hearing the first strains of the swan song of capitalism? I... The treasure did for right any now. age. Yeah, Each too. Kansas that City Railroad pocket watch comes complete with I certificate of authenticity. President or any president or anybody utter, every single one of these policies is designed from the ground up to increase income inequality. You know, they stole from generations of Americans unborn with, with the, all of this reckless all spending to pay off their millionaire buddies making batteries nobody wants to buy. Dodd-Frank put the squeeze on you and me to, to prop up too big to fail banks. Obamacare is killing the middle class, and it's killing young people by funneling money from them to older, richer people who can afford their own insurance. This man is so full of crap, I just can't take it anymore, and he's going to bring this country down on, on, on these lies that he tells to Americans who are too scared to tell the difference anymore. Yeah. All right. What do you think about that? Um, the President of the United States and the Pope agree that uh, we have income inequality and that the markets are out of control, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, you know that President Obama took the opportunity to uh, to use uh, use those words to suggest that the rich should pay what uh, their their fair share that the rich should, uh, should 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 pony up a little bit more as usual so what do you think about that i, I mean we we're, we're hearing the same old song from this president time and time and time and time again i just wonder if uh if we're if, if we're if we're if we're ever going to hear the end of this now, it's been said that Obama is in fact the most liberal president uh, in, in, that the United States has ever had, and that Obamacare was designed to take from one group of people to help another. But in all actuality, it's taking from all groups of folks in order to help nobody. So. The, the question I have here right here and now, at the end of this year, this year's over, is this guy the absolute worst president that we've ever had in the history of this great country? Because it's as if he's hit or miss. He's here, there, he's everywhere. And he's nowhere. I mean, he's got to have the most 
schizophrenic uh, uh, um, presidency that uh, of all time. It, it's just a it's just a horrible mess. So you know we we've been talking about this over and over and over again. We, we've talked about this ad nauseum. That that this presidency is is pretty much out of control. That it's, it's spiraling out of control. So, I, I don't know. I don't know where else can we go. So let's go with the um, let's go with the two the 2013 in review. 2013 in review. What what has happened here? And we're gonna we're gonna use my guys Bill Whittle and the guys from PJ Media, and they're gonna talk about the 2000 year 2000 in review, and and what a mess that this guy's made over the course of his presidency. It's amazing. It's amazing. My guy Alfonso Rochelle. A very revealing year. Obama did promise transparency, and we saw through him from the beginning. And we were accused of being racist and traitors for doing so. How do you like that? He promises transparency, and we get blamed for being racist for seeing through him. Hey, if we can see through him, that means we're not looking at his skin color. We're looking past it. I think what happened. The Obama administration promised transparency to liberal voters who failed to see the forest through the stacks of the health care bill. But now these voters are coming around only because now they're seeing how it affects them personally. They never cared how it was going to cost somebody else, even though they try to make like they're so compassionate and that they care so much about their fellow man. If they really did, they never would have supported a president with an agenda to target and punish people like with the IRS as the punishing agent. Now they're getting a little taste of how it hurts the people they felt deserved it. Now all of a sudden, they care. And conservatives are getting excited because they think that people are waking up. Don't be so sure. People are seeing that Obama is wrong, but are they seeing that the ideology that he represents is wrong? The reason why they're starting to see Obama as a failure is because he failed to apply enough lubrication to stick it to us. It was supposed to be a pleasant experience. But Obama didn't execute their worldview with the finesse they expected him to. So as they are more and more showing their disapproval with Obama, I've not heard them express disapproval of what he represents. I've not heard them reconsider their accusations of people like Ted Cruz or Rand Paul, Michelle Bachman or Sarah Palin or Alan West, the Tea Party, who have been trying to warn America that these policies are bad news, that it's Obama's policies they're against, not his ethnicity. But maybe some are getting it. After all, the years are going by quickly, and these people are maturing. It's like the saying, if you're not a liberal when you're younger, you don't have a heart. But if you're older and not a conservative, you don't have a brain. Maybe if some of these people are getting a little older, the maturity is awakening them to conservatism. Those who are aging like wine and getting better, if you will. But then you have people like Chris Matthews or Ed Schultz, Al Sharpton, Alec Baldwin, and these other aging liberals who appear to have a skull full of chunky milk for a brain. Sour people who really think they're all hard. I'm Alfonso Rach with Zonation. I'll be back with a few more observations of 2013. Now they're seeing how it affects them personally. 
All right, welcome back to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Is Alfonso right? That's Alfonso Rochelle uh, of the Zoe Nation, and, of course, he can be found at PJ Media, uh, 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 giving his, uh, his insightful, witty, and often uh, very comical uh, uh, commentary on today's political events. But let's talk about it for a minute. Is that right? Because we're going to get into, before we close out this show, we're going to get into the winners and the losers the winners and losers for 2013, the political, political winners and losers. And we're going to talk about some of the folks who made it big in 2013 and those who were pretty much losers and where Obama ends up on this list. And if you've got some you know, if you've got some uh, some ideas, you know, feel free to call in or send me a text or an email and let me know what you think. New York, I mean, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, winner, resoundingly winning a second term in a Democratic state. Christie won a majority of Hispanic voters and a notable minority of African-Americans. He has emerged as an early establishment favorite for the Republicans in 2016, overcoming some establishment angst that he's too hot-tempered and too Jersey for his appeal to translate nationally. Already, he's leading Hillary Clinton in some very early national polls. Chris Christie, y'all. What do you think about that? Arkansas Republican Senate candidate Tom Cotton. At a time when Republicans are fighting each other regularly, Cotton is one of the few candidates to win enthusiastic support from both the party establishment and outside conservative groups. Even before the problems with the healthcare website, polls already showed him running neck and neck against Democrat Mark Pryor, the most vulnerable senator up for re-election in 2014. So that's, that's something to watch. I mean, th- that is a race to watch. Tom Cotton. Look for him. New York City Mayor-elect Bill de Blasio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even for a Democrat running in the liberal confines of New York City, de Blasio's resounding 49-point victory over Republican Joe Lohota was impressive. He'll be the first Democrat inaugurated as mayor of New York City since David Dinkins in 1989, and his campaign message arguing that the city needs to tackle income inequality not only resonated with New Yorkers, but also was echoed by President Obama's second-term economic message. So that'll be something to watch as well. Mm-hmm. So we got that. Also, the also-ran uh, winners would be, of course, Terry McAuliffe, who won the Virginia governor's race, and Tea Party candidates challenging incumbent Republican senators, some, law, some losers. My favorite. Number one on that list is, of course, President Barack Hussein Obama. The president starts the new year with the lowest approval rating of his presidency and with his administration facing deep political challenges over its health care law. His push for gun control and immigration reform went nowhere, and he stuck trying to protect the viability of his signature domestic legislation. Right now, 
he's looking at a lot more he's looking a lot more like George W. Bush at this point in his second term than Bill Clinton. Ken Cuccinelli. Yeah. There's usually no crying in politics, but Cuccinelli didn't get the message as shown at his tearful, combative concession speech in Virginia's governor's race. Few politicians underachieved as greatly as the outgoing Virginia attorney general. He was running against a flawed challenger, McAuliffe, in an off-year election at a time when Obama's approval ratings were nosediving. Our Cook Political Report colleague, uh, David Wasserman, crunched the results and found that Cuccinelli badly underperformed even Mitt Romney in traditional Republicans' uh, uh, wealth, wealthy suburban enclaves by double digits in some cases. That, that's a clear recipe for disaster, and, 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 and that's what it was. And, of course, can we, not, can we not conclude the losers without including Anthony Weiner? For a politician who already was scandalized over his R-rated tweets, Weiner had a real challenge to fall any further. But his clown show of, of a New York City mayoral campaign foreclosed any opportunity for a comeback in public service and tarnished the reputation of his Hillary-advising wife, too. The Weiner... <laughs> The wiener hasn't even latched onto a TV or radio deal. And you know that's where they usually go. You know that's where they usually go. The other losers would be Marco Rubio. Yeah, Marco Marco Rubio. Uh, Governor Tom Colbert and red state Democrat senators. That last one was a no-brainer. Colbert is the most politically in the most political trouble facing the re-election and you know a lot but Rubio Rubio, he has fallen far as a result of his participation in the Senate, quote, gang of eight, end quote, immigration reform group, angering Tea Party Republicans and immigration uh, activists in the process. But he appears to be making somewhat of a comeback. And you know the politicians always do, especially the good ones. As his role, as his poll numbers are back on the rise, he has a long way to go, but including – him in the losers category might be stretching the point a bit, but he's still in there. Some he's still in the losers category. All right, we got a caller on the line, so we're going to take our call in just a minute. But let me go ahead and focus just this one little thing right here, this one little one little tidbit right here for to, 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 to end. Did you hear the Did you hear the gun the gunfire going off in the background? I live in a pretty good neighborhood too, but folks are firing off their weapons right now, getting ready for the big show. So. President Obama came into office promising to be the opposite of George W. Bush, didn't he? In every respect. And he went on to blame W. for almost everything he's done. But he's imitating his predecessor in one regard. His second term slide in popularity is almost the mirror image of the Republicans declining fortunes in 2005. Mr. Obama's job approval ratings in most polls this month were 40% lower, 40% or lower 
down from 54% at the start of the year and the lowest of his presidency. Mr. Bush's popularity in December 2005 stood at 43%, down from a high of 57% near the beginning of his second term and less than half the 90% plus approval rating in the days after the the uh, September 11th attack. Only one, one president was lower than Obama. Just one. Can you name him? Only one Watergate-plagued president, Richard Milhouse Nixon, my guy and yours, had a worse rating than Mr. Obama at the same point of his presidency in 1973. Only him. So there we go. Is that a way to close out the year or what? We'll take our call now. Caller, you're on with the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hello, C. Jones. Oh, there she is, Mays. Happy New Year, girl. Happy what? Happy New Year. It's not New Year yet. But when the New Year comes in, I'm doing some things I still really don't want to hear. You a happy New Year, Mays. Oh, okay. Same to you. But I say when the New Year comes in, I hope the old year go out with, this, with all this ignorance that we've been hearing all for six years. Because you talk about a president rating. And when they did that survey, it was only 2,000 people. And he can fill a room with 5,000 quicker than the 2,000 that they did the survey with. Now, that doesn't make no sense to even come to talk about. Well, and it depends on who did the survey. And the stupid survey that was online that people had to take, those questions didn't make no sense anyway. There were a plethora of surveys done, and they all they all come up with the same well, number. Yeah, the survey said he wasn't going to win again either, and he did. So, y'all keep on following it. But wait a minute now, Mays. Uh, 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 approval ratings, poll numbers are closely followed and watched by the candidates and presidents uh, and politicians. Yeah, yeah. So they lend credence. So they were wrong. <laughs> and the approval rating. You know President, what approval rating we're looking at? You don't, you, do, you, do you not believe that President no. Obama is concerned about his his approval rating? No, he's not. Do he look like he's concerned about y'all, period? You, you don't believe that he is? Because all of the crap that he has been put up with without all these crazy people, he should be walking down walking with his head hanging out. Look like he got a smile on his face. And he's going to eat y'all up in 2014. With all the ignorance that y'all done put out, he's just going to eat you and throw y'all all over the place. You remember what Bainham said? He started playing with his own party. He has a low. It's a new year, new day, a new time. Well, okay. All right. All right, mate. <laughs> so get prepared for it. And I never understood why all these ignorant people want to run around talking about health care glitch in a computer system, and people in this country need health care. It made no sense. All this ignorant stuff that they come out with, let it slide and let it go. Maze, over six, and, and, and the deal. I don't care if they don't get seven billion or one million. You got somebody signed up, and they're going to have some health care on uh, January 2nd. Maze, over They didn't have it at first. Maze, over six million Americans have lost their health insurance. Due to the insurance companies, and I'm glad they sue them because of the ignorance that they do too. Maze, very so few. So the insurance companies, let me ask you a question, see. If the insurance companies would have stayed at the pace that they were, would anybody have been losing their health care? No, they wouldn't. By law, the insurance companies have no choice but to cancel yeah, the right. policy. result of Obama's law. Mm-hmm. So he, they're following the law that he set. Oh, okay. That, that was Republican. That was something the Republicans wanted, and, and uh, he used it, and they didn't want it anymore. That's what it was. It had nothing to do with Obamacare. <laughs> yes, it did. 
single. Seven or so minutes. It's the same thing Romney them got. Not a single Republican uh, for this law. So Republicans don't have anything to do with it. Okay, sure. They didn't put nothing in the bill. Nothing. Not, not? Not, nothing. They, oh, nothing. yeah, right. I bet they didn't. Mm-hmm. Said during during See, the course stop, of... There's going to be a new year. Y'all start up. Find something new. Get rid of this old stuff. It's just like rhetoric over and over and over again. They run people crazy. That's why people running from your party. Health care is important, uh, Maze. It's, so it's, your party rating is how low is it? Do they have a rating at all? Well, yeah, both both houses are rated fairly low. With the Republicans, that's what I'm uh, saying. So, uh, Repu- so, how can you talk about the president when their rating is lower than his? Maze, as you want, as we can see and know. Maze, Maze, you 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 can't talk over yes, me. You know. I'm I'm sorry. Over me. Look, listen. The Republican Party's uh, of fortunes are rising. Our our poll numbers with the American right, people slightly now now mind really? you slightly higher than Democrats, but not by much because <laughs> in the or you know in in the lower digits like between twelve percent. I mean, the Republicans, of course they're gonna be high. Just like if the Democrats need to be high with them too. Neither one of them doing that. Talking, you're talking, you're talking crazy right now. I'm telling it's you, a right. new year. Change your ways, cause something great is coming, and you're gonna either be in the mix out of it or someone losing your mind. So y'all are gonna get slapped around <laughs> in 2014. So, tell me what's going on. All of this crazy mess we've been here. All of the crazy junk. We want to get with the program with the American people. Anything got dealing with the American people, we don't even want to hear. Okay, like like the health care. People have got sick of it. What? Like, like the health. Yeah, people need health care, and we don't need nobody paying money trying to keep people from from not signing up for it. No, no, we don't. We certainly well, don't. You, do. you have it, don't you have that? So, do you believe that it was appropriate to spend nearly a billion dollars uh, on a website? Sure, if that's what had to happen, you sure it was appropriate to spend a billion dollars and spend on everything else. Why not? I want you to go to my website. It is www.templaroath.com. Now, that's my website. You know how much that website cost me? $114. So, now, and my website is a super... Is your, is your website is always up or it's never down? It's up at never all times? Never been, it's been up ever since you had it. never been down at all. Been down at all. A hundred. No problem. You made one hundred and fourteen dollars. Now I'll the. Put it op- this way. If if they would have offered you the contract, would you have taken it and took the money, or you just told them I want to have have what you give me and I don't want it? Taking it because I don't know anything about That's that. That's what stuff. I know because you lose money. <laughs> I I don't know anything about about uh, about okay. that. Maze, maze. What? Do you ask the question? Do you think the money was well spent? It was well spent. The the, the 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 all that all that bread was well spent. Yes, it wasn't well spent for those that didn't want it to have, want it to be spent. No, it wasn't. Right. So you had worse things than that to be some money spent on. Okay, Maze. Mm-hmm. So I just want y'all to start y'all new year off with something new. It's a new year. New year means new. Not the same old same old rhetoric over and over again. Well, I, I got. If your fans create something new and, not, and stop trying to create crams and, and have something new. I appreciate Just that. Just put it out the air. And I want you to have a happy new year, but start the year off with something new. Leave everything sure. behind. All the well, and everything else. Well, I 
Well, when I appreciate Let it. Be uh, I, I sure will. Uh, I got I got to to my next promo, but uh, I do appreciate uh-huh. the call. And I yeah, appreciate that's why I'm not shooting them guns because they don't have no sense. Shooting up in the air. One of them bullets fall right down and hit them in the heat. Makes I, no sense. I know. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, mate. You have a good one. Uh-huh. You too. Uh-huh. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. Prudence, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. Skill and good judgment in the use of resources. Sagacity or shrewdness in the management of affairs or caution or circumspection as to danger or risk. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. In other words, it is easier for mankind to tolerate tyranny, as long as it's not that bad, because it comports with what they are used to, rather than think ahead to their children's posterity and nip it in the butt before it gets out of hand. In fact, most will not even recognize it if it creeps in slowly. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object, power, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. In other words, when the evils of tyranny do get intolerable, at whatever point people notice it, it's not only their right, it is the duty of all mankind to throw off such tyrannical government and redesign it to provide new guards for the security of their future. All right, welcome back, folks, to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We're winding down here. We just have about nine minutes left, and uh, a lot's gone on over the course of the last year, and uh, the new year. It's a chance to start off new. It's a chance to, to do what May said, come up with something new and different. A lot of us are going to be out trying to reinvent ourselves. We're going to have re- New Year's resolutions. Some of us are going to want to uh, lose weight or try to be on time more or you know, that sort of thing. A lot, a lot of stuff's going to happen where folks are going to want to make some notable changes, changes for the better. But this show is not about self-help. It's not about being a better, more decent person. There are plenty of blog talk radio shows that speak to those, those wants and desires and those issues. This show is a political show. So what are your political New Year's resolutions? Are you going to spend more time uh, helping your candidates get into office, more time um, defining 
what your core political beliefs are if you have not decided because a lot of us are middle of the road. And of course we have a lot of, still a lot of what we used to call Reagan Democrats out there. I don't know what we would call them now, but, uh, you know, we've got, we've had a year of of political scandals. We've had a year, we've had Benghazi, we've had uh, the the IRS scandals, and quite frankly, I'm going to say this right here and now. Very few of these scandals have have very few of these scandals have have touched this administration the way they would have had there been a Republican administration. President Obama seems to be the Teflon president when it comes to scandals and all the the craziness that's been going on the 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 the, the overly expensive vacations the the time away from the white house where he doesn't actually do any work he seems to have gotten away with so much and there are a lot of you out there who are afraid to say why who, who, um, you, you know why he's gotten away with so much over the course of the five years as president. You know why he's been allowed to do some things that just seem just a bit underhanded and shady. It's because he's black. It's because he's black. There's so many Americans out there and so many politicians who are afraid to call the guy out because he's black. He's getting away with being the arguably the worst president in the history of this great country simply because he's black. Even if the president of the United States was a Democrat and was white, he would have been called on the carpet by now. I mean, Bill Clinton was a fairly decent president. And he didn't get this kind of treatment. Bill Clinton actually worked in the Oval Office. He he actually did his job. You know, a, little, a lot of us uh, conservatives didn't agree with everything that he did, but he, he did some good. You know, on his last day in office, he remarked to one of his aides, it was more of a form of a question, but, but perhaps a statement when he said, we did a lot of good. We did a lot of good, didn't we? Yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be I'll be one of the first to admit that Bill Clinton did some good things while he was in office. But was he ever labeled the Messiah? East Coast is in the house. Was he was he labeled the Messiah? The second coming of Jesus Christ, Abraham Lincoln, the greatest compliment that Bill Clinton ever got in office. Was was some 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 black uh, poet author? I can't even remember the woman's name who said that for all intents and purposes, Bill Clinton was the first black president of the United States. Why? Because he liked fried chicken and watermelon, and because he was raised by a single mother. Those were her her reasons. The three reasons that she gave for Bill Clinton, argue quote arguably being the first. Black president of the United States. Can you believe that? She said that. I wish I could come up with the woman's name. I, I'll, I'll find out what her name is. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But 
The guy was not idolized like this guy. He was not made out to be a godlike figure, not Bill Clinton. Why? Bill Clinton was white. But here we have a black president who 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 couldn't who couldn't he, he couldn't he couldn't be he couldn't quite frankly I'm going to throw it out, he couldn't be Bill Clinton's valet. He couldn't he couldn't even open the car door for a Bill Clinton. But yet he's president of the United States and he sucks all to be damned. And yet it's being like <laughs> like oh well no 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 don't notice that. It it's okay. You know don't don't you don't see anything here. It's okay. You know, it's okay that he sucks. Because, uh, (laughs) come on, you know it and I know it. The only reason why this guy is getting such a horrible pass, a a pass, is because he's white. I mean, he's black. I wish I could go on and on, but the show is over. We've got 90 seconds to go. I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. You've been a great audience. So many of you came in to listen tonight, and I know I got a lot of other folks listening there on, on their other, on their other um, uh, uh, devices and such. And so I do appreciate it, guys. You, so much you can be doing, but you came in to listen to my show, and, and, and I thank you so much for it. I want to say God bless you, and God bless the United States. Let's have a wonderful New Year's. I hope you have a great New Year's. I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow, no doubt about that. But tonight, have fun and be reflective and introspective and think about the year that's gone by. I know a lot of you do. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out. Happy New Year. All right. What do I do now? Could we start again, please? I've been very hopeful so far. Now for the first time, I think we're going wrong. Hurry up and tell me, this is just a dream, or could we I think you've made your point now You've even gone a bit too far to get the message home Before it gets too frightening, we ought to call a halt So could we start again, please? I think you've made